All your favorite Smodco shows aren't just available on audio anymore. All the best ones are now available as books. Podbooks.com. That's Podbooks with a Z. Transcribe directly from our Smarchives. Enjoy the Smonsters of Talk in print form. Kev, Ralph, Jay, Jen, Moj, and more. Just go to Podbooks.com for more details. That's Podbook with a Z on the end. Podbooks. Pods in print. Smodcast is turning six years old, motherfucker, and we're celebrating with a smorgy. January 26th and 27th, get ready for two days of non-stop aural pleasure in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Smodcast Morning Show, I Sell Comics, Highlands of Peephole History, Smodcast, The Secret Stash, Hollywood Babylon, Fat Man on Batman, Babylon Comic Con Theater, Plus One, Tell Em Steve Dave, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and a Smash Up Jam Session. The Smonsters of Talk invading the Spats Theater in Halifax, Nova Scotia, January 26th and 27th. Tickets just $99 for each day at smodcosmorgy.com. Don't miss the Smonsters of Talk as the Smods bring their pods to the Smorgy. Tickets available now at smodcosmorgy.com. Smodco's been blasting its own brand of fuck yeah for years in all forms of media. If you're saying, hold up, sir, dude, what about video games? We got that market covered, too. Visit Smarcade.com to learn about two, count them, two games for your iOS and Android device. Jay and Silent Bob grace your mobile with Too Fat to Fly and Let Us Dance. Get your game on, Smod Goblins. Check out Smarcade.com. Wait, there we go. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Bagna Boarded. I am Matt Cohen, joined by Misty. Well, uh, she did it. I did. I don't want to get made fun of. I don't have to tell you anymore. No, I listened. It's awesome. Uh, welcome back, it. Misty. It's been a minute. Yeah. How have you been? I'm good. It's not like I haven't seen you in real life. I, I want to pretend that we only know each other when we record podcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I shut you down like Buzz Lightyear. Like you go back into your, your toy closet or whatever. And then when I need, you know what I mean? It's more like a box under the bed. You're a pod bot. I'm a pod bot. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was delicious. I went uh, and actually had Thanksgiving with Epic Mealtime guys. Nice. And they do those YouTube videos Everything where they... bacon, which is funny. So was Thanksgiving eat. dinner like horrible? Actually, and no, it was really good. It was, was like it... a potluck. Um, they did turkeys. I brought seven pumpkin pies. It wasn't like a turducken was... wrapped in a stuffed crust no. pizza there with like fucking... gluten-free vegan stuffing. Fruity pebbles on them. There was even gluten-free stuffing. Vegan stuffing. I don't think you want to tell people this, man. They have this whole they reputation. They were like, this is stupid. We're only eating meat. They're like, this is stupid. Let's I take some it. Snickers and mix it with asparagus and then they wouldn't do asparagus yeah i was trying to go random foods and then i went to asparagus because i like asparagus i guess you want snickers asparagus that's how that went i went to florida you did go to florida which was horrible airport you did take me to the airport thank you i will give you your thank you now thank you thank you for taking me to the airport it really counts if ever people hear it 
Um, and I went fishing a lot, which was I weird because I don't eat fish and I'm not like a big like outdoor enthusiast, but I was bored a lot and uh, my grandma lived right by this water thing. So I would just stick this a fish. thing? A lake, man-made lake, interco- they call it the intercoastal down there. Everyone keeps saying that their favorite picture you posted of the fish is when you said I have 99 problems, but a fish ain't one. And it was a real big fucking fish too. And here's the... <laughs> Here's the problem with that fish. I'm going to say it right now because this is a podcast about honesty. Uh, I was catching releasing, as it were, because I don't eat fish. Uh, that fish didn't make it, unfortunately. Like, uh-huh. I caught a fish, took the hook out, threw him back in the water, and it fucking sunk. And I immediately felt so bad. But other fishes came up and ate it. So I was like, all right, at least I'm furthering the, the circle of life. Death? What? Did you scare it to death? Yeah, it was, it was horrific. I had like a Freddy Krueger mask. I caught the fish and then I put on a mask and was yeah. <laughs> Um, and I saw a lot of manatees, which is manatees. incredible. Manatees. I was like, what's a manatee? <laughs> Humanity. Uh, I saw a lot of manatees, which is insane for me. Like, I've seen them before. And I guess if you're not from Florida, it would be equally insane okay. to see, like, giant fucking sea cows swimming by. Mm. So every time I'd see, you know, I'm kind of excitable. Every time I'd see a manatee, uh, I would fucking, like, hop up and down and be like, manatee. And people would walk by. And they wouldn't and even. like, what the hell's a manatee? They wouldn't even look. No, they're so used to fucking manatees that they wouldn't even look at them. That's insane. I don't want to live in a world where people don't look at manatees. Right? Fucked up. Um, and then what else? I got back. I'm sick again. What did you eat? What did I eat for Thanksgiving? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ate whatever my family left me while I was sleeping, and they didn't wake me up for Thanksgiving dinner, which is exactly what happened. I took a nap. I woke up and I was like, hey, when's dinner? And they're like, oh, we already ate. There's food for you in the fridge. So, Did you even keep it warm at least? N- no, uh, no, not at all. There's a microwave. I got to reheat it. So that was a fun experience. And then I came back and uh, went and to- And I picked you up? You picked me up. And then I went to a, a fun B-Day party where we ran into- Thank you for picking me up yeah. and dropping me off. Mister. you're the best. Thank you forever. Uh, <laughs> we ran into uh, our guest today at, at the B-Day party. And actually, we, we, we were going to do this podcast- Back in July at Comic Con, but you know how fucking Comic Con goes. <laughs> so I know I don't because I don't think you and I both remember much of Comic Con. <laughs> you're I, you're a liar. I was sober the entire time. No, um, so so it didn't happen then, but we're very glad it happened now. And I, uh, her. I was like, you have to come do this. You did. You you re- we were at a party. Uh, uh, I guess we could say we were at uh, Chris Hardwick's birthday party, which was really really fun. And you tapped me on the shoulder and you were like, Friday, what time are we doing this podcast? <laughs> Which was kind of awesome. I told her she couldn't have any cake or pizza. I told her I owned it all until she did a podcast. And she was right. like, Man. Did it work? All right, good. So, uh, so we're very, very glad to have uh, our guest with us today. We have an insane amount of mutual friends. Uh, it, this is a podcast that's a long time in the coming. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Nikki Hunter. Hey! What's going on? How goes I get it? my own little audience. <laughs> that, but that was a great intro. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. What's on your hand? This is a very wrist. visual gig uh, thing right now, and but my little my little wrist. Nikki's wearing like a um. You remember those gloves you wore when you went roller skating, and they had like the the break like mm-hmm. it's a half glove thing. I like it's, it. It's like a little skating. It got a shark on it. I think it's cool. Very cool. How'd yeah, you uh? Are. How'd you hurt your wrist? Like sharks roar. Sharks roar. Uh, no one does. does. That one, one totally does. does. Technically, it's eating a word attack. It's roaring. <laughs> it totally is a Technically, I don't think you can hear underwater, so <laughs> sharks may roar for all we know. Wouldn't it be great if they like meow? Like kittens, me really awesome. They were just real cute. Uh, There's only one animal that meows. Yeah. (laughs) How'd you uh, hurt your wrist? Hey, I it's it's a long story. It's actually a a thing on the side right here where it's hurt, and just every time I put my hand down, it hurts. So you have that to cushion it a little bit. 
protection. Right on. <laughs> on to more fun subjects. Uh, how's it going? Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for bringing it up, man. No worries. Dig into my pain. <laughs> you want to talk about my dad too, huh? Did he did he have something to do with the wrist? <laughs> no. I mean, is that the long story? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you are no uh, stranger to being on podcast or radio, right? You no. you had your own radio show. I I did have my own radio show uh, with Playboy Radio for a very long time, um, right? Night calls. A long time. Yeah. yeah. I started off with private calls where it's like the one-on-one interaction hello boys was that what it was <laughs> yeah there's a, a, a it wasn't quite jerk off radio it, it was <laughs> well, if you say not quite it means it was jerk off radio well, uh, someone can you, jerk off to anything I'll so. tell you the difference all right, all right we me. weren't allowed to hear the man enjoying himself okay no he wasn't okay. allowed to moan or anything there's no moaning no like i can moan skin but on I skin cannot. noises yeah yeah i'm not touching myself and i'm not moaning there's no like orgasming happening now on spice there is that and you actually get to hear completion is a politically correct i wanted to start like the way i do and like build up through the whole career but let's go right to this so you you did a you did a radio show where people would call you to jerk off well no 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 see that's that's what i'm telling you i started off with playboy playboy first with private calls private calls right and And then i went to night calls which is uh five days a week three hours a day like howard stern with tits Awesome. All right, yeah. which is great. Which is pretty which, much Howard Stern. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, you, you stick that man with tits, and then you, you got. He'd be gorgeous with tits too, right? <laughs> he would look pretty. And good. you've done Stern a few times, haven't you? I've been on Stern once. Okay. I would like to do more. It's, I never get out to New York as much as I want to, but I, it's because I'm so busy here in LA. I like it. I like being busy, and um, doing night calls was brilliant because we would just do some of the most insane, wacky things, and I was able to bring out like my true inner self on the radio. Because when you're watching anything on the internet, uh, you don't really get to know the girl. Um, even if you watch these little snippet interviews, you don't really get to hear a person's true like totally. uh, uh, personality. Wouldn't it be great at, if at like the eight minute mark of every porn ever, the girls they all stopped and she was like, "Hey, I want to tell you about myself." But no, <laughs> no one ever got to that because everyone turns off porn <laughs> when they're done. Six minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. The six Is that minute where you mark. Are? Yeah. You're a five minute man. Uh, we can you know? stretch it to thirteen sometimes, 13? maybe wow. if I go a long time. Oh, that's um, impressive. <laughs> I like to open up multiple tabs and just have an adventure. Uh, <laughs> I, I last for as many inches as I am long. Exactly. Right? <laughs> um, so, but what we should say, so you, so you are an adult performer as well. Uh, I am an adult performer as well. Um, so it had to have been cool to get to. I mean, because that's the complaint you hear from a lot of people in the industry is that like no one ever really gets to know them. They're just I don't want to say objectified, but they're they're just. Uh, there's a real disconnect between mm-hmm. the the videos and the people watching them. Well, I mean, I'm not the sexual addict like 24/7. I I am a real person and I have a life. So radio was able to allow me to allow me that space to be me. So people got to know who Nikki Hunter was and they got to see that you know I really am a outgoing, gregarious girl that likes to go play in mud and I like to watch my my uh, superhero movies and I like to read my comic books and I love to run around. And, and the, I, my personality then began to expand and people wanted to see more of that. And it was really nice to be, I think that was the beginning of, uh, people being able to see how 
I, I, I hate to call it geeky because it, to me that that term is just thrown out there. Someone easily. literally, when I told them you were coming on the show, uh, a, a friend's girlfriend used to be a friend of yours, and she was like, "Oh, don't worry, she's super geeky." Awesome. So I mean, even if you don't like the term, people are, apply, like are applying badge, it to you. But I don't yeah, want yeah. people to be like, "Oh, well, she's just being geeky because she's trying to be something." I hate that whole. There's a lot of girls who fake it. Totally. And that's been a conversation I've had on this podcast for years about the kind of pandering to the male geek audience from, from sexy ladies. But at the, at, on the in, inverse of that, I think we're at a point now where most of the annoying thing about that debate comes from females who like hate the term geek girl now. It used yeah. to be like, oh, don't listen to her because she's a fake geek. Now oh it's, my God, yeah. now it's real geeks. Real geek women yelling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why oh. everybody just fights. Everybody's just hang out. Bakers are hated. Yeah. And, and there's it's 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 really um because it is such a tight knit small family. You can't you can't fake it because as soon as you start talking and the lack of knowledge comes out, yeah. then all of a sudden it's like BAM! It's, and I've even made mistakes before. I'm not up to do Oh, so have I. Yeah, no, everything. totally. Yeah. And and as soon as I make like one faux pas, I will You're my done. Twitter yeah. is just like I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't know that Shira was He Man's sister. And I, I, I was like, Oh my god. Was I'm she sorry. his sister? I thought they were fucking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. See? Are you serious? No, I don't I wasn't a He Man fan though, so <laughs> Right there, you got me. Like, I, I thought they were a couple, and they had, like, a pet cat thing, a pet no. lion. Dude, you got to know everything. And, and it is so expansive from comic books to movies to cartoons. It's like... Well, that and that's what's funny about it. I remember uh, I do a show called Team Jack, and, and Jack was once talking about having a geek major, meaning, like, he was a Battlestar Galactica fan. Love that, it. Yeah. And that was his biggest <laughs> thing, though. And, like, this guy was a big... My friend Alec Peters is a huge Star Trek... Uh, fan and a prop love it enthusiast but i think for the general kind of geek community you've got to be an expert in almost every like i like so much shit you know what i mean yeah like from from video games to comic books to movies to to literature to whatever so it is hard to have your knowledge complete you, you know you have to be a a jack of all trades in this in this world these days you yeah. can't just you can't just pigeonhole yourself but um i'm going to geek out here for just a Go second for it, please. I, I met will Wheaton at the party that we were just talking it's about pretty awesome right i was the first time i actually had the balls to go up and say hi cuz listen to me <laughs> like <laughs> no you're <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was one of my very first crushes like ever i used to think he was so cute. star trek on, on star trek cute. next generation oh my god your first crush was wesley crusher i was <laughs> i was a, i had a crush on wesley crusher i did you had a crusher <laughs> like oh my god he's so cute i i had I met him and his wife and i followed them on twitter and i i actually went up to him like I just want to shake your hand. I had a big, <laughs> I, I had a big crush on you, and, and I promise I'm not going to stalk you. I'll leave you alone in a second. I just want to say I love you, and I had a big crush on you. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, thank you, bye-bye. I actually had a similar experience at a Christmas party. Uh, Danica McKellar was there from Wonder Years, yeah. and I have a Winnie Cooper tattoo. Oh my so God. I went in to go get pizza, and I saw Winnie Cooper <laughs> and was like, all right, I have to do this. Because uh, I hate being that guy. But I was like, how many people's names do I have fucking permanently inked into my body? And uh, she really liked it and like took a picture with her like pointing at it. So like that was a giant, yeah, I met my first crush. Aww. Who did you meet? Did you meet, was Bill Nye your first crush, Misty? Bill Nye was definitely my I first I love crush. Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye and I, I love, love the fact Bill that he Nye. bike rides everywhere. He had Every, a bicycle he helmet had in his, his hand. He bicycle helmet. Yeah. He was running around. It was pretty awesome. Like, dude. 
Be careful of the bicyclist out totally. there. You <laughs> might be hitting Bill Nye. <laughs> Shout out. Was, uh, Tom Morello was there. There were a lot of, yeah. From Rage Against the Machine, yeah. yeah shout out, but before we go any further, shout out to Chris Hardwick. Very happy birthday, happy birthday! Chris. And, uh, and to Chloe Dykstra for helping putting the whole shindig on. Yeah. It was really, really fun. Chloe's amazing. Um, isn't it weird meeting people you grew up idolizing? And I feel like this is the community to do it in, kind of. Mm-hmm. It happens so much at this point where it's like, oh, that's Tony Todd from Candyman. I want to talk to you for a minute. You know what I mean? I'm a little scared. I, I was a little freaked out. I went to go. Uh, there was a movie Sushi Girl the other night where Satine, another guest of the show. You went to the uh, I went release. To the, yeah, the, yeah, the premiere of it. Yeah. And, uh, and Tony Todd was there. And I was like, I want to shake your hand and then walk away in a corner because I'm, sca- I'm scared of you. Like, there are certain people. I used to say before he passed away that if you ever see Dennis Hopper in real life, just run. Wow. <laughs> just run. That guy's never played a good guy in any film ever. Christopher Walken scares me. Same man. thing, yeah. Man, I wanted to talk to him like, no, what's going on? <laughs> what? I saw when, when Heroes... I him as like Sleepy Hollow. Like, like when, when Heroes was in its first season, I lived in Manhattan and um, uh, Siler, uh give me his real name, Spock. Um, oh, um, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto walked by me in a subway station oh, and dreamy. this was like in the midst of Heroes kind of popularity oh, bad guy. and I was genuinely freaked out. Yeah, he was like the main he's bad a, guy. He's a very like intimidating looking person. Like in American Horror Story season one and Such a great well, season two now. Did you watch it last night? <laughs> I, I did not. I need to catch Are up. I was preparing for this interview. Fan. I love horror. I like horror more. Than Are you into horror, Nikki? Not so much. Um, I have a lot of friends who are. Like I, I have some sculptor friends who do a lot of prosthetics oh, for awesome. horror and, yeah. and a lot of the special effects makeup. I, I also do makeup, so I, there's a, a huge love for the blood and gore and like creating monsters. It just adores that stuff, um, creating zombies. Um, but as for the being a buff of horror movies, growing up, um, I grew up Christian, and I was not allowed to watch anything That's... bloody, gory, like horror-wise or magical. I Whoa! Anything... You were one of like the no Harry Potter, even no. though. Well, I mean, I was a little older than. That. But 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 translated, your parents wouldn't have let you read Harry no Potter had it come out when Smurfs, you were a kid. No Care Bears. No Care Bears. No Care Bears, yeah, Care Bears aren't. Care Bears aren't magical. Uh, They're yes, alien oh, bears. I had to sneak Care Bears, and I had to pray for my little pony. That's so okay. awesome! Like, I had to sneak you... porn, and you had to sneak Care Bears. <laughs> Sneaking Care Bears. You're like, oh, Lionel. Or whatever, oh, yeah, the Care Bear Cousins. Bear. Yeah. Give it to me. That's so fucking awesome. So did you grow up, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Florida, which is why I was dying when you were talking about nice. Florida. Where, where in Florida? West Palm Beach. I was in Boca. I was okay, literally so where you, you grew were up. Talking yeah. about the intercoastal. I was, yeah. And, uh, and I was laughing. And your uh, manatees, it's like you were screaming humanity. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have childhood memories of manatees in the inter? Like, have you seen them? Yeah, you see, can. it's no big deal. You're like, whatever. It's just, just a fucking, don't hit them. It's just a manatee. They're beautiful creatures. They are where mermaids came from. Do you know that, Misty? I've heard that. That's yeah. Weird. That's where Drunken sailors used to have sex with those things. No bullshit. I mean, uh, you know. You, you know, never they know. They could have. They probably um, did. Well, so, do you know what the Asian manatee's called? No. Ooh. What's an Asian trivia. manatee? Trivia. What's it called? Duodong. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I th- that's where Dugong, the Pokemon, <laughs> comes from. Boom. <laughs> Let's just say it is. Oh, there you go. Uh, so growing up in F- and Florida's kind of a weird place to grow up anyway, right? Especially that area of Florida. Well, th- Florida's got its own set of... of 
issues. Uh, apparently, <laughs> we don't know how to vote, and um, there's a lot of old people. And uh, uh, I, it was so funny because I, I grew up out in the boonies, like out in the <laughs> out in the swamplands of Florida, and that's that's really where my heart belongs. Is out with the gators and the river otters awesome. and stuff. Yeah, I was I was a total wild child. Like you would see me. Um, I, w- I had four younger brothers, which is where my love for all the superheroes, comics, and stuff came from. But then I had a huge love for anything out in the wild. So I would run out of my house. Like, I wasn't sneaking out to see boys. I was sneaking out, out to see out river with, uh, <laughs> no, at like two, your three, four o'clock. <laughs> I take my care bears with me. Well, two, three o'clock in the morning with my knife strapped to my leg. And I was running around the swamps lands in like the middle of the night. Oh my God. As like a little, 15 year old killing stuff no oh why did you have protection okay because there's mountain lions and black bears and gators and stuff out there and of course a knife can take down a a mountain lion or a black bear Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well that's why when you said earlier you like to play around in the mud i was like i don't even like to play around in the mud Oh come on if you go to florida mudding Mudding. and bonfires i'm a pyromaniac i only know about mudding from honey boo boo i'm not gonna lie oh my god Uh, i grew up in fucking i grew up up 15 miles from manhattan there wasn't any mudding um, they were like hey, for man. people who don't yeah, know say manatee again. Now you yeah, know where exactly, you came right? from. <laughs> Just have, hear me say water or Mario. Oh, people, I hate when he says people. That. Yeah, he calls Mario Mario. People from Mary-o? the listeners. What is that? A girl that decided to be a boy is like yeah. <laughs> transgender here. Uh, it's, it's a mix of Peach and Mario. Um, <laughs> people have actually written me in and been like, "Hey, I like your pronunciation of Mario so much. I'm going to start doing it myself." <laughs> oh, really? So we're taking that back. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's wrong. So, but you, so you had kind of, you had a very mixed childhood in terms of you were outdoors girl running around. Totally. And at the same point into superhero comics and, and yeah. video games and that sort of thing. And that's what I, I grew up with. Um, and uh, I didn't really get into comics until my adult years, like actually owning comic books. And, uh, and I love digital comics now. They're yeah, just, me too. My iPad is literally a manga reader. It is, yeah. it's like, I need bigger, I need more storage space. That's awesome. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I'm doing the, my downloads every Wednesday. And, so, and so much Care, easier. Care Bears weren't cool, but like Superman was? Superman was fine. He wasn't magic. He was super. <laughs> I guess so. it, it, that's a fine line on, on that there one. There were spells. See, okay, spells because it goes to witchcraft and, and Satanism oh, and stuff and like that. Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Um, <laughs> so, how did you make the transition from? I mean, uh, you went to high school in Florida and all I that did. stuff. Right? I did. I lived twenty three years in Florida. I didn't even see snow until I was twenty three. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Where did you go? Where did you go at twenty three to see snow? Where was the next move? Florida, uh, California. You moved right to Cali. Yeah, yeah. I moved I, from Florida to California to pursue my pornographic career. I guess let's right. jump right into that. Yeah. Uh, uh, how did that get started? I mean, did you do any stuff in Florida before you'd moved out here? I was a dancer. Yeah. I Well, before that, I worked in the hospitals because I wanted to That's be awesome. a nurse. But then I realized I could be a 60-year-old nurse. But uh, I found my way into dancing because I used to have dreams of seducing men. And I was like, hey, I want to try this. I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, but I always wanted to explore my I was wondering side. why your shirt was off. I was like, it's kind of cold out, right? <laughs> um, but I, I, my, I looked up to like Cleopatra and I realized, holy shit, this woman utilized sexuality to rule. To take an empire. An yes. empire. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was like, wow. 
I really like you. So That's I studied awesome. Cleopatra. I, I studied the the way of the geisha, and I'm like, this is my path. This is what I want to do. That's so cool. And and so I became a dancer, and I was a very successful dancer. I realized <laughs> that I made more money in three hours dancing than I did an entire week working a 12 hour graveyard shift at the hospitals. Ooh. So I was like, uh, new career path. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I realized that I could be a six year old nurse, not a six year old dancer. And but. I needed to see the world. Yeah, you could go, always go back to that. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I took my entire family and went up the entire eastern seaboard. I danced from Florida to Maine for three months just to see the world. Um, I started making my own porn. And your parents knew about it at the Not time? Not that time. Not yeah. at that time. Not that time. <laughs> What's so funny is, uh, and I can't say this is true for everyone, but most of my friends who were involved in the adult industry had such not like such normal and kind of happy beginnings almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it w there's never any like deep trauma. Like Katie Morgan w grew up super uh super uh religious as well yeah. and like worked oh, in like a pet shop and like mm -hmm. you were Misty was a, a vet tech. Uh, so I worked wait, at an animal shelter. Wait a minute, is porn like the catch-all for someone with traumatic childhood? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that's not a, that's not what I'm saying. All. It's not at all. And it's that's the assumption. Totally. People yeah. think that there's some kind of deep-seated damage or, or, or something there, but it mostly is not the case, I've Which found. I think that comes from the fact that it is a catch-all. Like, if, it, if you have nothing else to do and you need money right now and you're a pretty lady, come take your clothes off, you'll get paid. If you have a drug problem and you will need to buy some drugs real fast, hey, we'll shoot you, go buy your drugs. And therefore, yeah. it becomes too easy. Totally. But the, the they those type of people don't typically make it, but they'll be the most And they don't last long, right? Yeah. Not at all. But they, they will be at, the most yeah. publicized. Um, but the girls who decide to make it a career, and they aren't the ones that make those faux pas. And have like really nice normal lives and families totally. and friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. great. That's what actually like... Uh, I think that, wow, we've done a lot of porn episodes. Yeah, yeah. We have. You might be like the, like the 10th different, uh, adult, 10th, uh, adult performer who's ever in here. And it's all literally the same thing where no one, everyone's just happy and normal and it's just a thing they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Most of the time that that's usually what it is. And, and it's sad that there's like this connotation. Oh, you're on drugs. Even my parents, when they found out, they're like, what drugs are you on? <laughs> I'm not on drugs. Care bears. <laughs> yeah, right. I finally got a hold of those care bears. That I rainbow. I moved up to gummy bears exactly. at this point. Ooh. Ooh. Um, care bears, the gateway drug. <laughs> so your parents didn't know when you were dancing. They did not. When you said, "Hey, I'm moving to L.A.," did they then know? Did yes. You? Okay. They did because I was making my own porn to sell to customers because I would not go home with them at the strip clubs. At the strip club. That I've never heard of that before. I'm That's an amazing. entrepreneur. I was in. A, I was published uh, in a magazine for for being this entrepreneurial stripper because guys would say hey baby i'm gonna take you home i'll pay you all this money and i'll blow your mind and uh, we'll watch the sun come up together i'm like fuck that uh, here you go i recorded myself masturbating why don't you buy this from me and i i mean this is vhs tapes so oh, those awesome. of you out there who have vhs tapes I, they're collector's items hold on to those yeah right <laughs> that's amazing yeah, yeah. be in the hall of fame one day yeah and it's me really young uh masturbating me and my my ex we fucked a couple of times and i had like four or five different uh tapes and how many copies did you make of like did you sell a, a shitload ton. of copies a yeah, shit yeah. Ton, yeah and i would sell them to the the people who come in who wanted to see me you know rubbing one out or getting fucked because you know dancing and you're drunk and you you're like baby i want to bang you it's like hey watch me being banged yeah an additional or 20 bang your hand while you watch me for yeah. 20 dollars buddy yeah. 
That's so awesome. I was making good money selling videos, selling pornography. And then um, I had an agent hit me. I said, do you want to do this for real? Do you want to see the world? I was like, yeah. And um, they sent me out to California and that was 2003. And within a month, I was like, we're all moving out to California. And that was the beginning of my pornographic career here. That's awesome. So it, it worked. It, the transition was pretty easy. Very, it was easy. You know, I mean, the move, pick up and get everything out. Uh, my parents had found out uh, uh, at that point through a family member. Um, there's... Who had bought in a VHS? No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> uh, I think it was a magazine or I had talked to my cousin who had to go tell her mom sort of thing. Um, and, 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 and I mean, I knew they were going to find out. I was just going to live as, in bliss as long as possible because I knew what they were going to do, which I did as soon as they found out was like, we don't agree with anything you're doing and we're going to cut you off and, and stuff. Uh, I've since talked to them both now, obviously it's, it's not like, you know, persona non grata. No, yeah. Um, but, uh, they, they still pray for me to find my way. Nice. <laughs> they, it's hard for a, a, a parent to look at their child in this respect. And I understand. I'm sure. Completely. Totally. Yeah. 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 But so, there's also, but there's also that kind of sentiment of like, you love your kid no matter what they do. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Or you would hope, you, you know, and I know that they do. And you know, it's not something that I want to shove in their faces. And I just want them to know that I'm healthy. I'm happy. I take care of myself. Mm. The reason why I do this is because of the testing and the, the camaraderie that we have and the responsibility that we have within our community of, of the adult industry. And, um, it's just, it's really nice to, to feel that sense of family. And and they will never understand that. And uh, you know, we yeah, they don't want care about bears. it for How people could, to yeah. get any sense of what we're trying, what we feel. So, well, that's great. So you moved out to Cali in two thousand and three. You started shooting immediately. Were you contract or? Um, I was never under exclusive contract. I did mean bitches.com and I, I was able to hone my dom side. Is <laughs> <laughs> that I'm something you'd wanted to, wanted to for years? Uh, <laughs> you were just waiting in Florida to get to dom someone. <laughs> I did good as a dom. Um, and I, I still do. Um, but it, after a while, after doing this for 10 years, I was like, I was, I'm not tired of it, but I did get tired of the respect that people wanted to just keep seeing me. Hey, babe, like I, I'll be out in some, like, hey, I you suck cock really good. I'm like, oh God, okay, awesome, thanks. You're like, uh, I do other things well. <laughs> I can do other things well uh, too. <laughs> you know, thanks for asking. Yeah, that's got to, I mean, that's always, and Misty, I'm sure you can attest to the same thing, even though you've been out of it for a while now. There will always be certain people who always will just go to that base level, right? And I mean, um, I don't know. I've been really lucky. Like, I, I found that when I did porn, people wouldn't say anything to me publicly, and they would email me like, "I saw you at this bar in New Jersey one night," and I which is not creepy that. at all. It's way more creepy, especially if they do it like, in that uh, voice. Yeah, I saw <laughs> you at a bar and liked the way you looked. <laughs> but no, I just did that AMA on Reddit, and like people. Now I've done a bunch of other stuff since. They're like, "Oh, now I can say I like this and not be the creepy." It was like, "I really like Jack Knopf." And I really think I think that might be. A, I don't want. Like, I'm obviously not an expert here, but I think that's a newer thing where where girls. Even if they're not fully transitioned out, there, there's a maybe it's not mainstream, but but just the internet has allowed a lot of performers to get to people to know them outside of just porn, mm -hmm. and, and that's why personalities develop like Nikki over here and Misty, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the newest thing now because uh, uh, no, with the invention of of the the red tube and all the other tube sites, um, 
is people can find porn to jerk off to. They have almost forgotten about it. It's names. on my phone. Yeah, you get it on your <laughs> phone. Anything that you totally. want. You, all you just look up porn and it's like you are inundated. And so it, it, to even get to know the girl's face or name is a like a, uh, an astronomical thing that, that actually occurs. So people have to actively search you out. Uh, with the invention of Twitter, you can see what they're eating. <laughs> you can see no, no, what yeah. they're doing. Um, and you so get to see that they have real lives yeah, and it makes, yeah. Or if they just want to talk about porn all totally. the time. Which, and, and there's a lot, there's a lot of those and I quickly unfollow them and I've had a few of them on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like to do naughty things all the time. Like, okay, what else? It's like, what'd you eat there for breakfast? Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the last book you've read? Like, let's chat. Uh, yeah, 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 I can't do that. No, it, it's, it's, uh, it's nice for people to take that extra step now. If they are interested in the girl, they can find it. It's the new thing. Um, it used to be parodies. I just think it's interaction at this point. People just want to know that you're special. And that's, and that's, I think that's not just porn, but that's celebrity in general. And I think that's the way kind of Twitter changed the world where, where people who are so far away in their, in their, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's that, uh, interaction. Yeah. There's a back and forth. Like, I mean, Kevin Smith did it. That's how I got involved in all this. But like, his message board when I was 13 years old, it was like, oh shit, I could talk to the guy who directed Mallrats. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just by putting yourself out there, I think people appreciate it a lot much more and you know, you see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, so at what point did the radio stuff start happening? Uh, six years ago, um, maybe even longer than that because I was a sub first and then uh, I got my own show and then I did night calls uh, for, for good four years. Now, had you ever done any performance, as it were, before this, before their shows or was it just like, hey, we like Nikki... Uh, um, we'll give her a chance. I, I started off with K-Sex Radio. Okay. Um, uh, do you remember with, that? Yeah, old I do. Yeah, yeah, really long time ago. <laughs> that's like, a, that's an old time. That's 2004, back when like internet radio started to become a thing. And, um, I had a show on there and, and that was a lot of fun. That kind of got me comfortable. Like I was always comfortable in front of a microphone, but it w became my own show. And I was with uh guy capo. And so it was weekly and I, I loved it. I love talking. I love coming up with games. So that, that was fun, where, yeah, yeah it, I love being able to be entertaining and, and creating a following and interacting with them and call-ins. Um, uh, so that was like the basis. Of, and so I got my name as being someone who could hold a conversation. And then, uh, uh, as they put me in front of the mic at Playboy, it was just a, it was like a duck to water. It was like, Ooh, swim, <laughs> fly. And, uh, uh, I did that. Now, uh, Playboy just underwent a change. So I switched over to Spice Radio. Because, and that's what you're on now. Yes. And that's the one where people jerk off. That, that <laughs> is the one where people jerk off. <laughs> so I get to hear a lot. <laughs> oh, that must be awesome. Or it not. is pretty cool. I mean, However, my last show, I had Scarlett Banks on. Okay. And uh, see, I'm meeting all these new girls as they come through the industry the now. The eight billion of them? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, when did you come in? Three months ago. Why did you choose to do porn? Uh, because... It looks fun. <laughs> and, uh, but I had her stripped down. I got to use clothespins and a paddle. That was fun. <laughs> nice. Yay. Is this stuff on camera too, or is it no. just, all, it's purely audio? Purely audio. So sure you stripped her down and used clothespins. Oh, Come on. Oh, you, you, you can yeah. attest uh, to it. She had me, uh, guest co host with her sometimes. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, we've, we've, we've done dirty <laughs> things. So how is that? How is that different from the Playboy show? Because that was more of just like a kind of normal radio show with a sexy vibe to it, right? Uh, it's it's not really that different, uh, at least when I, I do it, because I like to maintain some semblance of the old show. 
Um, I like to feel that people, I want them to respect the, what we're talking about. You know, I, I want it to be fun and entertaining, but I also want it to be sexy, um, uh, in the end. So I, I don't want it to be like too down in the gutter at the end of it where you're just like, wow, that was like 15 guys in a row doing dirty things to themselves. That's <laughs> not fun to watch. Or it's chat roulette. You don't even need to exactly. listen at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh God, audio chat roulette. That's not, I wouldn't listen to that. Yeah, I probably. I want radio that I would listen to. Well, especially you're assuming it's a a fairly male heavy demographic for the show. What guys want to listen to other guys jerking off on the radio? Like, right? That's kind of, yeah. I didn't even think about it. That might be a bit of a turnoff for me. Uh, It's like, you want to hear the girls. As soon as the guy comes on, it's like, click. Uh, And you miss out on the entire show. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know. I I can't do that. And plus, it, it doesn't really pertain to my love, which is more of the real life issues. Uh, 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 sure, I like to be sexy. I love listening to uh, uh, the podcast Sex, uh, Nerdy Sex with uh, said Dr. Sandra. Sandra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm nervous, yeah. And she's able to t- make it sexy, make it entertaining, make it uh, uh, educational. And, and it's just... That sort of stuff is like sex is a part of us as much as, uh, you know, the predator, which is looking like it's yeah. going to eat you behind you, uh, is. <laughs> Me and that predator have an understanding. He's not doing, he's not doing you shit. You are at the right level. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, there's a predator behind me? Wouldn't that be great if I turned around and had a heart attack? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that thing's awesome. Um, yeah, it is. At the tit, at, at uh, a geek headquarters here at Titmouse, when we moved in, there was a, uh, I think we're going to start taking pictures with every guest on the predator. I thought about that and make like a collage. Which would be cool. Um, there's like a seven foot tall predator statue, Dude, and it's fierce. and when I moved in the office, they were like, "Do you want us to get rid of this?" And I was like, "If you do, I won't move in the office." So <laughs> this was the selling point. I don't need air conditioning. It's I don't need. A, it's actually package. looking down. If you look at its pupils. Oh, totally. No, it's creepy. literally looking at me. And it sometimes, if you really stare, the eyes start to move a little. No, I'm kidding. What you smoking? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's great, though. So I mean. I, I love I love going like the main part of my life now I love the conventions I you love, are very heavy on like the geek scene oh especially God. in LA but but all the tour I mean you do every convention right I just I love it I I love doing the the uh, comic cons more than I love doing adult cons. That's I, awesome. I, yeah. I, much well, fun. I would assume they're much more fun. I've never been to AVN or anything like that, but really? I yeah. It's fine. I, I'm actually, I'm so, it's gonna sound bad. Like, I'm actually gonna, like, you know, trash on the adult industry, but I'm bored. I'm fucking bored out of my mind. There's nothing that, that, mm-hmm. there's nothing there that interests me. I see TNA all the time. I fucked most of the girls in the room. It's just, it's just at a certain point, it gets all kind over. of, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not, it's, I'm not, I don't have a booth. I'm not making money off of that. And it's just, it's, do we just go to hang out? Yeah. And I, I, but that's what I do at the comic cons. Man. Yeah. I'm running around. I'm looking at the newest toys and the collectible yeah. items and the exclusives. Totally. You get to see like, like, Oh my God. As opposed to running around looking at like eight by tens of a girl's butthole. No. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And the thing is, like, it's though, like shoot me. Yeah, though I'm, <laughs> like, obvi- I know that though I'm obviously a, uh, a porn enthusiast, I've never gone to the cons because I feel like I would then become creepy dude, and I so don't want to be creepy dude. Matt, you're always creepy dude. I know, yeah. but I don't want people to know it, Misty. Oh, I mean, Matt's <laughs> not See, that's creepy, creepy dude. dude in public. No, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I have this weird theory, and I've asked you this before, and I've asked other people, but, like, if a f- when a fan introduces themselves to you, though it must be flattering and cool, is there a level that's like, mm, you know, especially at the, uh, like the at the conventions, at least. Right. I again, like I like the last adult convention I did was last November in New Jersey, and everyone was super nice, really chill, and I actually like 
people brought me presents. They brought me like Pac-Man awesome. pajama pants and like a Sonic coloring book and a bunch of coloring, uh, a bunch of comic books. But is there a level in your mind though where like all these dudes, are, totally all these guys are jerking off to me? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I'm equally as creepy and I'm just like <laughs> eh, I'll look at because so, sometimes they've been really hot and I'm like I would look at your picture and masturbate too. Maybe I should go Awkward to these cons, right? But I love, I love the the comic cons. I just, I went to New York. Um, I this is my second year going to New York. New York uh, is fun. I went to the first two before I moved out to LA, and I haven't been back. You haven't been back? Go, go! I it's need bigger to, yeah. and better. And I know. you know what I like about the New York one versus the San Diego? San Diego, one? San Diego yeah. San Diego's really, really awesome. Um, but it's so segregated, like in order to, I had to spend an entire day in hall H and I wasn't, I couldn't move. I yeah. had to spend the entire day in order to see the things that I wanted to exactly. see. Exactly. And you have to sit through a million things you don't want to see. Sometimes. And, uh, uh, I, you know, but it, I, I always look at it as a learning experience. I get to expand my geek. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'll find out what supernatural <laughs> is. I'll totally watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Supernatural. Oh, you awesome. told me you watched it. The first couple it. seasons. I have not checked it out. Is this really pretty? Pretty, and I just want to put that out there. Now he's watching my days of our lives. Nice, but Sam. <laughs> so New York, New York, New York is like I don't want to say half the size of San Diego, but it might be actually. It's it's smaller, yes, but I love the gaming community that's right out on the floor. Like it's right there. No, oh, yeah. Um, and it, and when you say gaming, do you mean video game video or like games. role? It's, okay, because I I've gone to E three. I like so E three, and I love. I love playing. You don't like E3. What's that? What's that face? What I like I, when I first when I walked into E3. It was the great. The first five minutes was like the greatest five minutes of my life. Ooh. I was yes. I called her and I was like, "There's a giant Mario and a Pokemon." And then it became, "I don't want to watch videos of people playing video games anymore." Why are you watching? Vi- oh, because oh, there's not really that much hands on. Yeah, I didn't really do many demonstrations, so it was just me walking around you watching. You would have like kinds of. You could play anything. I know. You wanted. I think I played like two games. You would have like packs more. Probably. I love I thought packs. You said, packs is fun. You said packs is a lot more hands on, right? Yeah, well, it's open to the public too. It's like E3 if it was open to the public. Okay. Yeah. And people can cosplay. And the Penny Arcade as well. You mean they let the riffraff in? I wouldn't like that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Penny Arcade is up in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Boston now too. Oh, they do. Cool. They There's a few cons. I've I've done um, uh, Comic Con, obviously San Diego. Yeah. I've done. Wait. I did a few Wizard things. Yeah, Wizard World, like, which is more celebrity TV stuff. It's. it's I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say it. It's. It's not fun. It's 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 desperate. It's that it's an autograph thing. Everyone charges autograph. for autographs. It, like I said, it's celebrity. Totally. And it's it's television. So if you're a fan of something, Creation is a um a, a company that likes to harbor all the celebrities and send them out to different venues. Like I just did Reactor Con where okay. they um. I don't know if it was Creation or someone else, but they sent uh, the that company sent Dean Kane, and he was like the one celebrity draw. See, that's kind for, of cool. Yeah, Con. but I like I, I just believe it or not, I talked about it. <laughs> that's I think, what that is. I think I mentioned this after Wizard World when I I, did, I had a booth and stuff, and then I, I was trying to do podcasts with people, so I I walked up to Ernie Hudson, and he was in full on Ghostbusters gear. Nice. And I was like, this is the greatest moment of my life. And then I saw him handing out change to someone for an autograph. Yep. And then I was like, this just became the worst moment of my life. Yep. It's it, there's a re, I don't want to say there's an air of desperation, but it's it's just not as fan friendly as Comic Con. Comic Con and New York and and uh, Dragon Con and PAX they seem to be a celebration of the culture, whereas a lot of these autograph shows seem to be taking advantage of the well, culture. There are still even in Comic Con the booths that like the, the whole Star Trek booth is they are all celebrity owned and they sell their their autographs. They do too at, at yeah, San Diego. At, See, at I haven't San even Diego. realized no, that they, people are like, selling. Uh, um, yeah. 
the the woman who plays Deanna Troy uh, is always there. Uh, I Billy know. Zane had one. I saw him. Huh? I saw Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah. My favorite one was um, the uh, the elderly African American lady from Touched by an Angel. <laughs> Uh, I can't I think know. of her name right now. Della I, Reese. Uh, oh, Della Reese. Della Reese was sitting at a booth by herself eating yogurt all day. That's awesome. And no one came up. And every time I walked by her, she had, a, sure enough, she had a fucking yogurt in her hand. <laughs> so I think Della Reese eats like 40 yogurts She's a day. Very regular. <laughs> she, yeah, active, yeah. <laughs> she um, has a great active culture in no, her exactly, system, right? right? <laughs> but like, I, yeah, I, my first time, my first con ever was... I don't think it was was it Big Apple Con in New York, which is oh yeah yeah, yeah. which is I like the scrubby yeah. little brother of New York yeah. Comic Con, and I walked in and all the cast of the Warriors was there, what? and I had no they, I knew they were going to be there because I checked the website, so I brought a Warriors poster. I was like, I love the Warriors, so I was like, hey, can you guys sign this? And he was like, sure. 30 bucks a person and there were 10 of them so it was like 300 dollars and i was like ah you know what man i'm just a big fan i'm gonna walk away and he goes hey you go out to a nice dinner you go see a show that's like 300 dollars right and i was like no it's not where you go and also it's it's just not the same thing you know what i mean yeah that's it well that's if they don't have their television or contracts anymore then that's how they make money money that they can make i mean unless you want to see them working at burger king see i had a moment where i was like i'd rather ernie hudson working at best buy than dressed up like Winston and fucking selling yeah. pictures. I don't know. <laughs> but he would not. Really it's a derisive subject. Time. He would not. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and also, if you do see the celebrities out in public, I love the geek culture more because they're usually more open of like, 100%. Oh, yeah, it's awesome than any other culture out there. 100. Music, fuck off. Oh, they're the big, yeah. they're the worst. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're wearing the sunglasses and they're too cool for their own shit. And they're like, somebody wiped my ass with a dollar bill. And I was like, oh, sorry, a hundred dollar bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please. A thousand please. dollar bill. Yeah, they have their own money. We don't even know about those rock stars. <laughs> and, and Well, I mean, I'm going to give music. They're going to be all angry at me now once I hear this. Thanks a lot, Matt. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, there's and if you go to any A-listers or B-listers, they're usually not as friendly as if you go to someone like Chris Hardwick and like, oh my god, I love you. I'm he, sure Chris Hardwick has never turned down a photo or an autograph if he could. You know what I mean? He would. He smiles. He'll hug totally. you. He'll dance with Same you. Same with he'll Kevin. Do the I mean, dance. You know, it's like, dude, you're awesome. At, to speak highly of someone at that Wizard Con when everyone was selling autographs, uh, Dan Fogler, who I had on this show who was in like Balls of Fury and has written some comic books he was like the only person not charging and had a sign that said like free autographs and people love you know what I mean it was just nice to see that you know the ancient aliens dude was charging for autographs at Comic Con was he really yep and pictures he didn't charge me for a picture Uh I was a girl but my friend Dane walked up next to him and was like I want to get a picture he's like yeah 20 bucks and he's like uh, what you just did it for? He's like, I don't care. Twenty dollars. I was like, well, there's me. also a stigma if you do that, then everybody else frowns well, upon you. Yeah, like you're devaluing the 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 value of our signature, and uh, there's all kinds of politics. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. In but but regardless of all the not fun stuff, they are incredibly fun. Wonderful, uh, especially if you you run into people who you know are. In our community, our, on the floors of the convention, Seth Green is one of the most awesome people. And he walks the floor and, totally, and by, he's all about exclusives and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he'll he'll go he'll go shopping. No, totally. And hunting, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I love that. I love that. I have had so many people stop me on the floor, like, "Oh my god, I know your voice from the radio," or "Or are you Nikki?" Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I actually I was looking at some pendants once at. 
is it Long Beach Comic Con? I don't know. It was one of those. And uh, as I'm doing that, they're like, I know that voice. I know that voice. Whose voice is that? And he's like, are you Nikki from from Playboy Radio? I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's so great to meet you. I knew your voice. <laughs> it's, it's fun, right? I mean, even that was so cool. the one place really I've ever cool. signed autographs in my life have been at like Comic Cons or like parties <laughs> around Comic Con. Cause, and I've never really... It's my voice too. People mm-hmm. hear like I've heard. I've seen people Amen. look at me and try. What? I, is, I just. I was making. Is that voice. your impression of me? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> hey, I'm that. I sound sexy. I'm. So, I'm, I'm so sexy. Wow. Look at, my, look at my blue eyes. Sounds just like I have blue eyes too. Oh, I'm yeah. so not self-aware. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's just great that like yeah like in a world yes yeah, someone hears your voice yeah. and they like you enough to walk over and say hi. It's cool and you know please approach me. I I love it. I love being able to meet people and just be appropriate. You know. No, totally. Don't be like well, yeah. And and I I very do you ever rarely get negative? Yeah. Ever get anything like that? Um, more often, people are more ballsy, being the internet trolls. Um, or, <laughs> don't feed the trolls. Yeah, don't don't feed the trolls. Uh, trolls uh, gotta or eat. Too. I, I did have, you know, if you see me, then if you want to comment on my uh, pornography work, then just say, hey, I love your work. That's awesome. You don't have to go into uh, detail, right? I had one guy try, and he was like being a little, oh, oh my god, you're awesome. I love watching you do this. I'm like, uh, my kids are over there. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> uh, right? and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's okay. Place just, and thank time, you for dude. watching. Yeah. Just I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Make it a catch all. Totally. Done. A You're plus. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Hug. Let's hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm. uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of um approachability though, and you getting to know fans, you you have an amazing racket going right now in Los Angeles. You are the preeminent geek karaoke person. <laughs> And I know you started, you were doing porn star karaoke for a while, right? Porn or you still karaoke. are? Yeah. At, yeah. at Sardo's, is at it? At Sardo's. Uh, How uh, did porn, that start up? Porn star karaoke um, is a long-lasting establishment. It's been going on for over nine years. Okay. Uh, I did not get to start it, sadly, but I became involved with the by the time the second year came around. Um, it was started uh, by a group of people, a group of porn stars that just want a place to call home because they love to sing. And so I thought it was a brilliant idea. Like, okay, let's let's go. Let's, let's be a part of this. And, and I was a visitor at first and then um, I also sing I love singing and I subbed in most of my work started off by subbing yeah. <laughs> and I just weasel my way right no, yeah, into yeah. everything and suddenly right? you're permanent pretty yeah, soon yeah. it's like hey Matt are you sick I'll sub for you no, yeah. hey man I get <laughs> sick a lot so who the fuck knows uh, <laughs> pretty soon it's a it's a Nikki and Misty show yeah. <laughs> I'll teach you I see I would rather listen to that than this but let's keep going you're gonna give don't say that you'll give people ideas right, right? I know, right <laughs> <laughs> we love Matt. It is a uh, coup. So, uh, so I started doing that, and and then I became its regular host. And I uh, Scott Lobdell, uh, the com- last um, year, Marvel the com- comic book artist, uh, right? Uh, or DC, DC. Excuse yes, me. Yeah, yeah. DC. Uh, uh, he's not. He's an author. He, oh, that's right. I'm he sorry. Writes, yeah. uh, Teen Titans currently and Superman. Um, but uh, he was a good friend of mine. We met and, and talked and kind of just built up this relationship of being cordial. Uh, he said, I've got this great idea. Let's do uh, cosplay karaoke. And I know you do karaoke over at, at Sardo's. So why don't you come over here? So I started cosplay karaoke at Meltdown Comics about once a month. Um, whenever we can get it together, that That's way awesome. I can bring together my love of karaoke into the, my the other world. world. Like, yeah. oh, connect the dots. <laughs> now, do you cosplay? Do you cosplay as well for every I do. show? I do. Oh, that's Which awesome. Is- I was ne- I like I love to dress up and stuff, and I have a few costumes. But I I started getting this reputation as this major cosplayer. I'm like, 
uh, I, I better go buy more some more costumes. <laughs> You're like, shit, I better be a All cosplayer a sudden, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People started like like putting that as a titlement for me. I was like, oh my god, I, I need to I need to go dress up more. So I had a mirror outfit made, uh, wife of Aquaman. Very nice. Yeah. So somebody called me Fish Lady once, and and Poison Ivy once. I'm like, do you see the fins on my calves? So I, was, <laughs> I started doing the cosplay attitude, which I noticed cosplayers. I've seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cosplay. I, I realized I started doing that after a while. Like cosplayers will cop an attitude with you. It's a universe. I had no. I mean, I always knew it existed. I didn't know the breadth and depth of the cosplay universe I until recently. It's insane. Oh yeah. It's like a whole like there are famous cosplayers oh, yeah. and like. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? There's like one Japanese girl who had like her intestines removed so that her waist would be smaller. She had her intestines Part removed. Part of her intestines removed. Yeah. That's ing. That- is that, that a thing? I, she, looks I'm like, she looks like a like super crazy like anime character. That's insane, now, like, yeah, because she's, so she's got the smaller. tiniest hips, the tiniest waist in the world. Yeah, but it looks. Weird. What doctor would do that? Japan. <laughs> they don't answer <laughs> in the air. It's Japan. Like, is that they the weirdest eat weird thing food there? Too, yeah. You know, <laughs> they eat sushi. Of course, they remove people's <laughs> they, intestines. They get panties out of a vending machine. Who cares? Hey, there's nothing wrong with the that. Internet? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the least weird of things. I'm going to Japan. I'm about to Japan. I'm I'm obsessed with Japan. I'm learning Japanese. Are you I really? read anime and manga. You yeah. love anime? I do, yeah. That's great. Anime huge. LA is coming up. I know. And Anime Expo, I go to all those. Yeah. I, I do. And yeah. I don't, I just kind of walk around and enjoy being with other people who like it's so, because it's, um, the stuff I love is usually pretty geeky and niche, but I will be able to find someone else who's into it. Like, of I'm course. huge into uh, Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Yeah. And there are, Getting big publicity right now. I don't know why the big explosion. Are they yeah, making something well, out of it? For the last like year and a half, they've been trying to. Ron Howard's been trying to get. Uh, they wanted to do uh, three movies and a TV show out uh, of it. Uh, uh, and Javier Bardem was cast and all this stuff, but it kind of fell apart. But it, like even that, yes, right there. If I t- if I go on Twitter, let's talk about Dark Tower. A million people. A will, billion. Yeah. I'm obsessed with like. There's this anime called One Piece. That's like my favorite thing in the world, and I've literally met like three Americans who's ever heard of it. So when I get to go to these anime cons, the fact that there's just like one piece merchandise everywhere and people dressed up as the characters just makes me really giddy. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. these are my people. Yes, totally. Like these Welcome are the, my people. My <laughs> secret friends. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I feel about PAX and, and E3 because I like, I feel like most people are in the comic books and stuff, but I really like video games and the history mm-hmm. of the games and the history of the character. Okay, Little Machinima. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now here, I was actually asking uh, somebody who worked for Anime LA. I'm like, if I wanted to dress up as an anime character, since I'm not that big into L- to anime, anime, but I have friends who are, and I'd like to figure out like who I could be. Who would you have me cosplay That's as? Tough. What did they say? Uh, somebody gave me not anime, but Mary Jane Watson. That's I'm not like, really. That's, a, not, that's anime. not anime. That's not anime at all. See, it's tough because okay, there there are. <laughs> you could make an anime Mary Jane, and they have. They did. Uh, they they did manga versions of a lot of superhero oh, really? comics in yeah, the last few years. They did. Uh, uh, cool. there, there's the a Batman. whole anime Marvel universe. Yeah. Right now. It's kind of cool. Um, the problem with that is there are fifty thousand animes, yeah. so I don't know what's popular right now. But like Final Fantasy characters seem to always go over huge, even though that's video game. I always see women cosplayed as Final Fantasy characters at at the anime cons, and people love Final Fantasy. Well, the best part about the anime cons too is at Comic Con you'll see it like a uh, sexy girl dressed as. Uh, black cat or something guys will ask her for pictures all day long right. a lot of guys take pictures of the sexy cosplayers of yeah. course at anime expo 
it's insane. I saw a group of girls. They were dressed up as some anime. I, oh, no. It was all the Sailor Moon crew. Oh, so it was oh, Sailor wow. Moon, Sailor Jupiter, well, Sailor Venus. Oh, no shit. There <laughs> were... Out, out, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you sure out, they were only taking pictures? Outside of the convention hall, there were literally about 400 dudes in a circle. There were people climbing up into fucking trees to take pictures of these girls. Wow. wow. If you ever want to see people... like that, That's... They're big into that. I like it. Oh, it was, it was I don't awesome. doubt that at all. It was at awesome. All. Oh, if you cosplay at the anime show, you get ready for a, an interesting I, adventure. I, that's what I keep asking. It's like I don't know what to dress up as because I'm not that familiar. I mean, I I know uh, a few shows like Naruto. I grew up on Naruto, Pokemon, all the the, the totally Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon like, Ball yeah, Z. Yeah. I I, I but those know aren't a little really bit, sexy. But those, those aren't sexy. No. Those aren't the real anime, like the like deep the, cut the anime. Deep, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, like there's, there's a, a show princess, called Mono- Princess. Mononoke. Mononoke. You could cosplay as Mononoke. It's not really sexy. You have to get a wolf hat. That's what's cool. I almost cosplayed as Prince Mononoke this year because I have that spirit oh, hood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess Mononoke is basically like a little top and and like a wolf head that goes down does to your boobs? back. She has boobs. All right, yeah, good. That's all I have to <laughs> know. Good. Like, does she have boobs? Sweet. There's a lot. I mean, you can even look like there's a show called. Uh, High School of the Dead, which was about like zombies oh, that take over that. a high school, and it's all like girls fire guns with their boobs. <laughs> like it's the most insane upskirt. Is it, like, the nipple is so yeah, hard like, that they like put it and they like the boobs like are like arms. They're like prehensile boobs. They like wrap around the gun. You've no. seen it? It's insane. Shit. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I admit something to you right now? Go for it. I, I love tentacle. Tentacle stuff. Oh my god, I love it too. Oh god, I, I'm so glad someone oh said that out loud because I just totally love. Yeah, she likes tentacle porn. I just saw Misty's oh face god. light up. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think it's from like my love of scary movies too because there's those like creepy I tentacle things. On, on a naked woman, it's like oh my god, so, <gasps> so super hot. We'll find you a tentacle character. <laughs> you have two girls will, with their hands. No, totally. Eyes right now, that's okay. pretty awesome. Well, okay, so I have an interesting question. Matt Cohen I can what? never watch. I don't really watch porn anymore because it's like why well, I know those people and that's weird you know anime is awesome I watch hentai all the time do you really yeah. love hentai. I watch hentai because it's it. like oh oh and, and then there's creepy and tentacle monsters totally creepy and so, some of it's blurred out and it almost makes it better I love they it. do so weird I know, right? I, and maybe you guys would have a uh, more knowledge on this, but why do th- I know the Japanese aren't allowed to show pubes? Right. That's a big, big no-no. And they all have pubes. <laughs> and they all have pubes, so that means all the penetration in in Asian porn is usually blurred out. You're I've right. found. Is that a legal thing? Is it like how does that market? How is the market okay with that? Let me call my my ambassador over yeah. Japan. And your your porn Japan <laughs> right. ambassador. Let me, let me exactly. go call him and uh, we you guys. You guys have your own UN, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Kofi and Nan. We, when <laughs> we Kofi, sit around a round table and orgy eyes totally. together. <laughs> when people don't know when Kofi and Nan left the actual UN, he went to the porn UN. So that's where <laughs> oh, he is yeah. now. Um, they have a tentacle embassy. A tentacle embassy. <laughs> yeah. That's Misty's the president of that one. Yeah, yeah. Misty's the president. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Somebody said I said that on the radio, and somebody sent me a box load of tentacle porn. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of tentacle porn. Tentacle porn is a thing. It's actually it, it's been in their culture for a long time. If you look at the old paintings, the wood paintings, there's like they, you know Japan's an island. And yeah, the, the, they're like they let's deal. have sex with that octopuses. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they just got see people fuck manatees too, but based on that <laughs> logic. Dogs. What I do is manatees. Do gongs, yeah. Now you know where the word dong came yeah, from. Yeah, right? <laughs> Having sex with animals. So uh, you do cosplay karaoke at, at uh, is it Meltdown or Nerd Melt? It's in the main store, right? Nerd Melt, right. right. Oh, it's Nerd in the back. Melt. It, it is in Nerd back. Melt. Right, okay. Right. I, don't, I don't do it with the comic books. It's okay. Nerd Melt Theater. So. Awesome. We're um, big fans of Nerd Melt Theater on this, on this show. 
Uh, in fact, if you're this will air, yeah, if you're in the LA area, I think it's December 14th. Matt Bennett, my friend Matt Bennett, who's been on the show, does a show there every month called This Show Is Your Show. And I'm doing a weird sketch in it. So either come down live or watch it on Stickham. Awesome. Because it's going to be fucking bizarre. And they don't want me to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I wait, say, wait, you've been denied? Yeah, only my friend. Because well, the problem rebel. is, my friend Matt Bennett, who does this show, is the nicest kid in the world, one of my best friends. He's 21. He was a star of a Nickelodeon show up until very recently. So a lot of his audience is like 15 to 16 year old kids. Oh, God. And sometimes shit and don't fly. Sometimes shit don't fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine your little brother and sister turning into a Robbie show and then seeing me do a fucking sketch? Or Landis, like yeah, it gets oh, it gets fun. Can can you do something without cursing? I actually have to switch transitions in my brain to not to to Me too. watch my language. Me too, but I'm amazed that I can do it. The times I've been asked not to curse, I'm I'm decent at it. I yeah. make it an active thing in my mind. Yeah, you have electroshock on your nipples. So yeah, exactly right. It's okay, a thing from South Park where Cartman gets shocked every yeah. the V chip, the V chip, right? On your nipples, on my nipples only. Nipple, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so you do the show at Nerd Melt, and the audience dresses up as well. Everyone yeah. dresses up, right? Uh, we all dress up, and and there's a Facebook page if you guys want to go like it, so that way you're up to date on whenever we do it. I think we're getting a little interaction oh, from no. the eight phones you have over there. There we go. Yes, yeah, my eight phones. Um, you're one of the two phone people, huh? I am. I, Personal work. Okay, I get it. I, I don't get it, but I get it. I accept it. I hate having work texts come on my personal phone, and it's two different numbers. And I know you can merge into one phone. But no, then, totally. Then my phone would literally just go up in smoke. It would just it would explode. It already, both of them already are like, eh, we no, cannot yeah. function. We're at high capacity. Do you think the two of them ever organize like an escape plan together? Yeah, like you, the two phones, like we're getting the to, fuck out of here. She gets too many texts. <laughs> that bitch, she this fucking is, yeah. uses us. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, uh, I saw you get to do karaoke firsthand the other yeah. night, and you're really fucking good at getting. Because it seems it's luckily at that party we were at, my friend Matt. The second you said who wants to do karaoke, my one friend Matt like ran up to do awesome. a song. But I imagine it's tough. It, it's a tough thing to get an unsuspecting crowd or or any crowd in general because it's it's probably it's definitely worse than podcasting or public speaking. Like I. Who have I have no shame whatsoever. You I'm, didn't sing. I did I never sing. Do karaoke. I did sing, but did. hardly. Yeah, yeah, hardly. Because yeah, you were, you're like, oh look, they're all singing the Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm gonna go jump in the back. I would do like I would do like background <laughs> vocals. I was basically like one of the Beastie Boys where I just rhyme the last word they said. You're just leaning in exactly, on the person with the mic. Exactly. And like, oh yeah, I'm really singing into. Because uh, my problem is though, this voice is obviously sexy. You can all hear that. Uh, I am a horrible fucking singer, <laughs> so I I just don't want to bum out an it. entire room of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I was debating of doing glycerine. Oh God, no! See, <laughs> Misty's already. Misty's already. I've heard glycerine by him like a hundred times in his house. Is it awesome? It is the most awesome. All right, see, as in no one should hear it because roll it her eyes. Yeah, yeah. She but, rolled, but that's what's so great about you doing karaoke. You get everyone really excited, and and, and you destroy. Next thing dream. you know, it like everyone was just singing. It was great. It was great. We had is it, time. Is it, it usually singing. like that where um, the crowd uh, I'll is into start it? Up. No one wants to be first. Right, and you always get the no, don't go me first. I gotta get a drink in me. That's probably the most <laughs> frequent uh, phrase that I hear. It's like, oh, after I get a little drunk, and after I get a few drinks in me, that's fine. But if you start off the night, and you it, usually the second person is pretty easy to follow up. So I'll always do the very first song, and I, I, I will have like two or three people. 
that will jump right on it because they're used to karaoke or they were looking forward to it. They knew it. They were thinking about what they wanted to sing. So I'll kind of plant that ahead of time. Oh, that's what's great, too. Yeah. You can tell that people have their songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. The people who instantly jump up, they're like, that. That. Because they don't want anyone to steal it. Yeah, exactly. Dude, once it's gone, what's, what's it's your like, song? oh no, then it's like competition. What, song. Well, because you lead the thing. I guess we don't. no one's in fear of stealing your songs. What are your go-to karaoke songs? Uh, Black Horse and a Cherry Tree. I love, I love, love, love. And I got a lot of ballads. I like Stay by Lisa Loeb. Uh, I love um, um, I'm With You by Avril Lavigne. I love uh, a bunch of them. I love uh, Underneath It All by No Doubt. There's, I like that song. My, I, uh, we did the Full House theme song. I had a lot of fun with that. Oh, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's what I mean. Shit, they just got the room all, you know what I mean? Because then some people would get on and they do like this weird... I don't want to say weird about anyone's I, I music want, choice. I do want to say Chris's Led Zeppelin was fucking amazing. Dude, that yeah, well, so you know, Chris, Chris used to do hard and firm. Yeah, I can't sing, and he's like, oh, I don't know. It was God. pretty awesome. I was like awesome. so impressed. Do you have? Do you have a? Do you ever do karaoke? Mm, I have gotten drunk enough twice to stand up. There oh, I've heard you sing. Stops. I've heard you sing I before. Sing. I know. I always back out. I've heard you sing before in real life. Now I remember. You have at home. Yeah. in my car and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was like, you're locked in. And you're listening to this. Yeah. And it was this terrible. This is how this goes now. It was terrible. You, you, were, you were like, don't ever do karaoke. And I was like, don't worry. Did I say that? No. Oh, I'm not that mean. You were like, it was so good. You should <laughs> say was make all believe. Well, was this was only the second time in my life I'd ever done karaoke. Really? The first time I had wow. a really bad experience. I was in New York and it was me and these. Was like virginity stories. No, right yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was um, a bad experience. And then I never did it again. <laughs> um, I had a. Uh, we went to this little karaoke place in like the East Village and there were only like three people in the room. So me and my friend got up to sing, I think it was Under Pressure by Queen mm -hmm. and uh, Freddie Mercury and Bowie. David and as soon as we finished, some dude went, you guys suck. Aww. And there were only three other people in the room. I was like, Aww. do we fight now? Like, I don't get how they... <laughs> That's such a mean... Fighting yeah, are you allowed to say you suck to someone when they can hear you and look... Like, it was just really bummed me out. So then... I do You're flirt. Traumatized. I, I was. See, I flirt with karaoke songs. Like, I'll hear a song and I'll be like, oh, that's my karaoke oh, song. Oh, I know. Now. I do that too. And then I'm like, but then it, then it never then pans it never out. Okay. I would. You know what? I'm going to cosplay karaoke next time you do it. I did sing one time. Okay. I, I sang at Bubsby's and there was only like three people in the room and I knew them and I sang I'm on a boat. Mm. And I would sing stuff nice. like that. Like, if they had some well, like, like jokey the, stuff, they yeah. Had some play the Concords, I would sing that. Totally. But nobody ever has that. See, I want you to do like Meatloaf, like a power ballad. Awesome. Where you have to throw like your heart and soul into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's do it. No. <laughs> I love you guys. You don't want to hear this. Trust no, yeah. me. So, so you're busy. You've got the radio show on Spice. Uh -huh. Where can people hear that? Uh, if you go to Spice 103, uh, Wednesday nights. However, uh, I'm taking a break because uh, till January. Okay. Uh, so I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, people. Uh, but as of 2013, it will be moved to a different night. I'm not sure. Just keep listening to Spice 103 on Sirius and XM. Very Spice nice. <laughs> and uh, and you've got the stuff. Uh, you've got Porn Star Karaoke, which is open to the public or not? Mm -hmm. It is. Absolutely. It is and open to the public, right? Yeah, and the, the, the porno industry always gets... Uh, preferred seating and uh, they, they get up to sing as That's awesome. as many times and as we can get them up. You've got some copycats now too, I think, right? What do you mean? Like there's, I think there's a porn karaoke in Vegas now Yeah, that's not they, affiliated with you with, guys. Well, with our, the permission. Oh, uh, with the Seymour, permission? Seymour is very protective okay. over his cosplay karaoke and there have been several uh, tries at getting it, but there's not as many base uh, 
porn stars in Vegas. Totally compared to LA. Compared so to LA. At so this is the real time. one. Yeah. You don't know. What's give it a happen. few. Give it a few months, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Do you, um. You, now you're very vocal in the industry. Do you have thoughts on? Woo. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, go, go. Do, do you want to do it? On the condom law that just passed. Uh, on the condom law that just passed. A lot of people want to talk about this, and it's, it, it, it is not behooving to me to, to be political. Understood. I think, uh, especially because I come, I'm such a, a quandary of, of beliefs. I am a Republican from Florida, a gun-toting Republican awesome. with Christian beliefs. I'm also a porn star in a very liberal state and I believe in, uh, you know, people, freedom of, you know, choice to how to live and, yeah. and also community, uh, that, that a little bit more democratic liberal thought. So I, I try to give myself more of an independent affiliation than anything else. When it comes to the, the, uh, prop B, measure B, measure B, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, about the, uh, uh, condom law, number one, Thanks for thinking of us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that the public. You should. It should. You're right. It should have been only porn stars voting for it. Yeah, what the, the f- public is having this this vote, and the reason why being is because it was such a huge fight in the porn industry, and OSHA could not get the porn industry to agree to it. Absolutely not. It was. This has been going on for years now. Where I went meeting after meeting, fight after fight. So finally they're like, fine, we're going to give it to the public so they can decide. The public is going, Hey, condoms and porn, safer. Everyone's great. Yay. Of course I'm going to vote for it. It passed. Now, what they don't know is that in that prop, uh, it says that they will be taxing the production companies and they will have to get a health permit from OSHA in order to shoot porn with or without a condom. And now it is illegal, if this all continues through as planned and is enforced, it is now illegal to shoot without Without. a condom. You have to have a condom, which is not just limited to condoms. It's limited to dental dams. Yeah. Like condoms during oral, too? I never even thought of that. Oh, yeah. Like they're going to be... Like we... Blowjob condoms? (laughs) You cannot trade fluids with a person of the opposite sex or same sex with your partner yeah uh uh, even same sex uh you cannot have any fluid trade no 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 water no no kissing it's like they say that that's fine but if by if you go by the letter of the law no fluid transfer dental dams no uh anything oral is, is, you know, considered fluid transfer. Anything, uh, uh, any penetration, uh, is going to be fluid transfer. And there's some that, there's some, I mean, if this is, if this is passed and it goes through, there are some things that will have to be done away with in tech. Like, I don't want to get gross, but like a lot of subgenres of porn are gone now. Yeah. Like no cream pie. You can't do any internal stuff. Like, no internal stuff at all. All cream pies are going to be made illegal. Banned. Yeah. yeah, banned or sh- illegal from anything. Shot. You can't use a condom. Yeah. Yeah, which means uh, thanks. The porn industry is now limited for in its main well, stay. Well, and what ba- what basically California. what it basically did for a layman is it seems like it's going to drive porn out of California. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the production companies aren't going to pay for the permit no. because they do it not. Doesn't have make the money. sense, and it doesn't make sense when they can just go somewhere else. And exactly. Do it. Therefore, they're going to leave, and which is fine. If that's what you know. Everyone, that's kind of what OSHA's. That's so do. funny. I'd never because I wasn't too involved or aware in the whole thing. I'd never thought about it before. But like, yeah, the public voted on something they had nothing to do with. Think I think genuinely thinking like, oh, let's make it safer for the performers. Little do they know that they just took away the work from all the performers. Yep. 
Yep, they they and the, everyone's going to move to where it's not going to be as regulated. And OSHA's like, well, we're going to follow you. This is how vicious it is. Wow. We're going to follow you wherever you go. We're going to make sure that this happens. Like, wow, I don't know whose monkey is on whose back that this is their like. That's it, their, who wakes that's up their in the battle. Morning, yeah, and they're like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to change the porn industry forever to, into a better, safer place. I, I don't know who is driving that, but thanks, we're fine. Uh, please find a new. You, I mean, soapbox to stand on. <laughs> I, I say this, but uh, it, it might be silly, but like theoretically, wouldn't an active performer be safer than your average non-adult industry performer because they get tested all the fucking time? Um, the incidence of STDs is lower than in, in normal than a society, normal as you would. Yeah, and these are numbers that people want to give us through different surveys. Who knows what is actually accurate? Because I always, I'm very skeptical. I always like, well, where did the numbers come from? Mm-hmm. Um, the Gallup whatever poll, whatever yeah, that means. But that we are. I mean, this is our business. I, I can't tell you numbers. I can. I can tell you from a personal standpoint. This is my body is my business. Who I mess around with is messing with my money. You wouldn't put yourself at risk. Uh, if I get anything... You're done. Guess what? I'm done. Number, and I could be out of the industry altogether. I could be out for a week. I could be out for a month. You can lose your apartment in a month. Because it, that was it's, your work, yeah. yeah it, this is our work, and you, it takes your body. It's not like, hey, I'm feeling sick today. I'm going to go on the computer and blah, blah, blah. If you do not make your movies, you do not get paid. I mean, You don't pay rent. You don't, you don't fucking provide for your families. You don't, right. yeah. So I am actually, you'll find that porn stars are more stingy. You will not get laid by a porn star. Agreed. But there's that whole, when we're talking about how people just come in and out, because like, oh, you need some drugs, we'll shoot you, you know, like. That is the that, transient line. The fact line. that there's thousands of people trying to get in it, and like, mm-hmm. it's. And they bring it in. You can watch the trade of like, this person fucked that person, and that person weren't there, and then it goes all the way up to like, no matter how careful or like, how high up in porn you are, yeah. because everyone is having sex, you're going to end up having sex with that guy who didn't get paid, who just showed up this time. Yeah. And, and that is part of our plight and that is something that we have to accept as you know this is our work hazards um, like any other job like any other job yeah, totally right and also you can be very picky about who you work with who might have the same belief values as you do um, uh, there is a, a a big chance that if you do work at a decent amount that you will get something because guess what it happens and it pisses me off Every time I, I come across it or find someone who, who has, you know, another case of chlamydia, I get mad. Like, who fucking brought this in? Yeah, like, who was dumb enough to... Who's to, a stupid ass? To potentially <laughs> ruin all of our livelihood for a little bit. You're right. right. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's common. And it, it just, it, it makes me mad because this is like, be responsible. Be responsible. Be... Uh, be courteous to your feather fellow players, just like you would if you were driving a car on the road. Totally, yeah. you don't play bumper cars. You respect another <laughs> person's vehicle. You know, you, it's just it's just about respect. What do you, What do you think? And we'll get off this subject after this. But what do you think the future of porn will be? I mean, in a world with oh. all these tube sites and now like why the gov- you have to ask me this? Is that super political? Uh oh, uh oh. You don't have to do it if you don't want. Uh, no, I. I'm just curious because you've been in it for, for for a while and you've been on so many different facets of the industry. You've directed stuff, right? I'm, I have directed a yeah. lot of movies. I've directed eight films for Hustler Video. I've done. Uh, I still direct for Venus Girls, Mean Bitches, uh, Anarchy Films. I've I've, done, I've directed a lot. Um, I have. I have a little bit. I, I have a pessimistic view of what's going to happen with the with the porn industry, uh, just because it is so. 
it, it is, people are trying to find out where the money's coming from now. And it seems to be harder and harder and harder, especially with the extra hurdles with the, 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 the new laws and stuff, and all the red tape. Right. Yeah. It's it just like why we're adding insult to injury so much. It's like, how long are you going to beat the horse till it's dead? And then you keep beating a dead horse. Um, uh, you know, I want to ride into the sunset and just make money and have fun yeah. and be as carefree as we used to be. It's not the reality that we live in anymore. So I guess we're looking for our next horizon. We're trying to figure out where is porn going to go. And it's a question that's on everyone's mind. And we really don't know. Uh, so just to, to tell people out there, I know this is a geeky show. Yeah, yeah. I love support your geeks, but also realize, you know, just like the music industry, just like any industry. I was just going to say. Music industry dying. Dying. Dead. And, dead. and you know what? Uh, no labels left. The one industry I can kind of look at that that somehow got around the piracy issue is is movies and TV like with Netflix they still there is no reason Netflix should work but it does yeah. because, because they make it, it accessible and they make stealing. it it's it's easier mm-hmm. if they if you know what i mean it's it's just cuz that was their way around piracy no. i don't know if you could do that with porn we, they are they are that's that's actually the new way because there is Netflix. a Oh, that's what, that's what sugar. That's what I. That's what your sugar, sugar DVD, DVD thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they make the Netflix of porn. I do their mobile. Well, they're consulting. already doing that, but the the um, the monopoly is already beginning. Okay. So yeah. we will be seeing that emerge probably in the next three to five years. It's just anything that used to be profitable that's entertainment is just not as profitable. Yes, as it used and to be. new means of entertainment are becoming profitable, one hundred percent. You can't you pirate can. video games, and that's why Call of Duty makes a billion dollars in a week. You can't. Yeah, it's impossible. Well, you used to be able to do like PlayStation games. and Dreamcast. I had like a mod chip or whatever, a boot disc. I yeah, think it was yeah, called. It's, yeah, it's impossible pirate. If you want to play yeah. online. Pirate. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work. I was fourteen. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. It's changed completely the way like what people want to watch even yeah well support your your favorite if you like something give money to the artist absolutely just like you would in any other medium dreams going because that's all that this is love love of what we do and love what we create um in the end we are all artists no matter what venue you're in whether it be music tv movies geek culture adult film everything that that people are creating pouring their heart and soul and money into and they're creating art for you to enjoy it's for other people exactly for you to enjoy if you take it you know even if you do pirate which i'm you know even i'm guilty of going on the internet and doing a research saying oh there it is you know yeah. it's too easy but find other ways to to you know help promote the things that you do love. I think that's why like Kickstarter and things like that have gone really well. Yeah. Though. It's like... Because people can give back. If I if I really like something, I'll still, you know, I'll Absolutely. buy it. Absolutely. Beautiful. Donate yeah. to Kickstarter. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because you get to finally, especially it's back in the day. of it. Well, it was even like, uh, even let's talk about the music industry. A lot of people used to be like, oh, when I when I buy a record, the, the actual band only gets like 5% of that and the rest goes to publishing and this and this. But it doesn't matter because now, you know what I mean? Yeah. There are, uh, I like um, Bandcamp, I think is a great it's a, do you know what that is, Bandcamp? It's like kind of a crowdfunded MP3 site where you can pay whatever you want or the artists set their yeah, own like prices. Radiohead did that and too with their album. You'll totally. Website, Radio, you know, donate what you think. Amanda Palmer's big, been really big in this and she did that huge Kickstarter and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's a precedent now for how we're going to work around the monetization of all these different mediums that are becoming right. unmonetized by the internet. Yeah. Where at the same point, the internet gave birth to all of us. So what the fuck mm-hmm. are we complaining about? It's a weird double-edged sword, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the price we pay for knowledge. Yeah. 
Now and knowledge is half the battle. I think, <laughs> I think someone told me that. We're doing uh, pretty good here. We are we're doing, got, we're doing got good. A little bit of we got humor. It. We got a little politics. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Let's get geeky for a minute. <laughs> what are you currently into? TV, movies, comic books, video you know, games. Let, let us know. Uh, what I'm currently into right now is is uh, you know I'm finding a love for some of the toys. I have a lot of collectibles uh, sitting in my cabinets, and uh, I really got into like my latest collection uh, was some statues. As well as uh, the action figures from Flashpoint, I really oh, nice. loved the Flashpoint right before uh, the new DC Fifty Two. Yeah, uh, uh, totally began. This is that like, event right before ago. the end of it. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, well, they. I am a huge fan of Thomas Wayne. So I think he he's awesome and he kicks ass. And uh, he's got poker chips. And I love poker. Oh, that's awesome. Do you I play do. poker too? I do play yeah. poker. Yeah. And I have a friend who works over there at the, at the, uh, DC Direct. So, oh, that's uh, great. I was yeah. collecting, uh, back uh, two Comic Cons ago. They had the Wayne poker chips and every day they gave away a different, a different, Right. They did that for um, Infinite Crisis with the buttons, I remember. Yeah. I was getting a different one every day. Like, Jimmy Olsen must die, that whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the poker chips because I love poker as well. And Do you uh, use them to play? I play. Yeah, with, well, with the DC chips? or I had tried my best to collect as many as I could to play with so them. So you can get an so actual I, yeah, game I going? Want, yeah, yeah. If anybody has Listeners. A, Wayne, a Thomas Wayne poker set... I would die at Nikki Hunter. Uh, <laughs> find me. Um, but my friend over at uh, uh, DC Direct got me the DC Girls um, poker set. Oh, nice! So it is so cool. It is so. That's cool. awesome. Uh, on each of the the chips, it's a uh, the poker chips. It's the D, one of the DC heroines, and then in the cards, it's like a whole deck of cards of the new of the girls. So, oh, that's great! So great. Who, so who great. do we got? We got Wonder Woman, obviously. Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Supergirl. Uh, Catwoman, Poison Ivy. I think. Uh, fuck. Check it out, Hawk Girl. Yeah, check it out. Someone, it's yeah, great. Definitely not Hawk Girl. Probably. Um, oh, that's Power awesome. Girls on there. She's number ten. Power Girls Power on there? Power Girls on there, 10. Yeah, big girl, boobs, by the way. Holy well, that's shit. the thing with Power Girl. Power Girl, in terms of cosplaying, Power Girl is the one costume that can go either way. I've seen some amazing Power Girls. Yes. I've also seen some not-so-great Power Girls. It is weird because it's... a it's, tough look to rock. It's a simple outfit. It's a white unitard with boobs, basically. Right. Yeah. With the boobs cut out. And it's the got biggest like the, boobs in comic book history. It's got the Romanesque-looking shawl that goes yeah. across the shoulders and uh, a cape, the red cape, and... Um, uh, it looks good. I mean, I've seen a couple girls really. So have really I. Oh, it's it. very form fitting though. Yeah. And it's like Miss Marvel also. Boobs. You have to have giant boobs Ginormous. for that costume. She is the biggest, like the most anatomically incorrect boobs I've ever seen. Power of course. Girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some porn awesome. stars who. Yeah, you're off. right. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to stand up right too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, what are you reading these days? Are you reading comics uh, right now? Um, I was still uh catching up with uh my Batman actually the whole. Nice. Uh, thing. Yeah, Society the, of Owls. And the, the whole sp- bat, the the, the, Batman, uh, the different DC Batman 52. all around the world and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have. I haven't really gotten into Batman, Batman Incorporated. Incorporated. Yeah, that's yeah, what, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not really into that. Just my same. My Batman. Just you're, just just Batman. I'm really into <laughs> Animal Man and Swamp Thing. Those were my Love two. Those them. were my two favorite books from the Fifty Two relaunch. Actually. Love them. That Animal Man is great. Animal Man and Swamp Thing just rock my world. I would just out of the blue. Yeah, they were uh, two characters I always really liked, but never mm-hmm. acted. Like there was that, I think it was Kyle Baker did that animal run, animal man run in the in the late eighties that was really yeah. famous. 
But this new one is fucking amazing, it's, and it's dark. The and writing, the the art, the artwork's awesome. Is, yeah. is off the wall. Like when you first see it, and you're like, "What is this?" It doesn't even look like a comic yeah. book at first. And then as you get into it, it's very raw. It's very gritty. It's it's very like almost grotesque. Even like so, some of the stuff that's supposed to be pretty, totally. the red. I remember that. And it, I'm seeing bones. The first and issue blood. when Buddy disintegrates or whatever, and you see like every blood vessel and stuff like that. And you're or, like, oh, it's supposed to be pretty, but it's really not. But it still kind of is. Still, <laughs> uh, I don't know so, what to think. And you really are in this conundrum of like, is it, is it nice? Is it? It's life. I mean, you, you look think, at it. Yeah. It is life in its rawest form. That's awesome. And it's gross, but it's beautiful. So, no, yeah. I don't know. Just like life. Um, I take <laughs> it you're a DC fan. I am more DC than anything else. However, I love X-23. The character Laura? Yeah. Love Laura. And she is she's one of she my favorites. Awesome, uh, I, I picked up with Marjorie Liu. Uh, she became one of my favorites, favorite um, uh, authors uh, or comic book writer. And uh, I just, I love her work and what she did with X-23 of making her a real person. And I felt like this stark girl that's that's completely withdrawn from this world. And if you guys don't know X-23, she's a, a, the clone of Wolverine. Yeah, basically, I was going to say, especially the character is so great, especially with her with her kind of origins, because it was just a Wolverine clone. Yeah, it which, I mean, they've done Wolverine. that before. And you're like, yeah, yeah. But they, they really, Marjorie um, took her and expanded her into something greater. And you could see that she was something Pathos bigger and, yeah. than what she was. And I was so... I loved reading that whole arc and then they, they canceled her and I was pissed. <laughs> pissed. I'm like, why Marvel? Why? And then they moved her over to the to Academy X, and I, yeah. I just, I stopped reading and I picked up everything X23 up to the end of Marjorie. And I, so you I, went back to the beginning. I went back to the beginning, like That's uh, awesome. to the beginning, beginning. No, yeah. Cause, and I had to own it all. I want it all. Are you a completist as well? Yeah. Uh, me too. I, I read know. a book by someone. I have I'm to buy every book they've ever read. Me too. What, what a, are your big collections? Um, uh, like you said, the poker oh chips. I mean, just I love my poker chips and I love the poker. Uh, I have every single one of the uh, characters from the Flashpoint, and oh, that's what I was getting to with the poker chip. Oh is, yeah, yeah. Uh, just last at New York, they had the five hundred dollar chip. <laughs> it's pink. That's awesome. Uh, you know how they had the black $100 yeah. chip, which is like, oh my God, I had the black oh, $100 and chip. And then they had to top it with a $500 like pink. And, uh, and there was the $500 pink chip. You had, it was only exclusive if you got the entire set. Which you already had. The box set. And I already had each one individual. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting the set. Did you? I've got now two of each and everything. So I'm like, that's awesome. I think I'm a flashpoint. Yeah, <laughs> I've been like that before. Um, I think I own seven editions of Dazed and Confused. Really? Really? It's like my favorite movie. There's certain things where it's just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll buy yeah. it. Yeah, I'll buy I, it. I have uh, like three versions of Avengers uh, that you know came. One came from. Do you have the suitcase one? Uh, the, the movie you're talking about, right? The Avengers movie, right? Joss There's the suitcase Whoa, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he rocks. Um, but uh, you've got the. The uh, uh the one that you could buy from Target, which was just a regular Blu-ray, didn't have the 3D and stuff in it. Uh, but it had a a interview, the exclusive side interview that wasn't in the suitcase one. It's a it's a separate. Oh, that's right. There yeah. Were, yeah, yeah. There were features that didn't come. It's a come, separate feature uh, that is only bought in that particular one that was exclusive to Target. Wow, that's awesome. So I had to go. I ran to Best Buy. And I also got The Dark Knight Returns, <laughs> part one, Frank Miller. And then I also ran over there and I got uh, uh, my, ran to Target right afterwards, just on the day that it opened. And it's so funny because I've, 
since and I, I have to thank my boyfriend for really bringing out the true like collector geek no, in yeah. me because I'm like running it and I'm sitting at the door I'm like getting ready to the Tuesday open the door I'm that I'm that crazy woman that like where runs are you there all. for the opening yeah. you wait till they open the store yeah. and you run yeah That's and awesome. I'm running and I'm like grabbing things off the shelves as I go <laughs> I'm just sad that I didn't make the whole Black Friday thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad I avoided did you, that did you hear about the Black Friday uh, stampede or no Cyber Monday. Yeah. Uh, stampede cyber monday What's cyber monday what? yeah because apparently there's this tiny town and they have three computers in their library in their public library they have the internet so people lined up waiting to get into oh. the library to use the computers and they like there was an actual stampede again yeah wow. we got to figure that out there's like 50 people trying that. to get in we have to figure out how to do the sales without people getting crushed to death because yeah. it seems to happen like, every oh, year the internet and then they're like oh even the internet this seems to happen wow. every year you're not just like like that avengers thing is if you wanted to prove prove your geek cred not only did you triple dip you triple dipped on a movie that just came out yeah and you owned three versions of the I, same movie basically. i saw it in theaters six times i saw it four times yeah. i really like that fucking movie <laughs> i'm a huge joss whedon fan anyways yeah. um i again i most of my geekiness really came out with my boyfriend who loved angel and then i went all the way back, yeah, you back i watched the, the entire angel uh series and then i watched the entire uh, buffy series i went back and watched the entire angel series that was have you love. read the comics uh yes into uh, uh the the uh, after the fall yeah there's some yeah. great angel comics Which, too by the way, Spike rest comics in peace, Frank Uru yeah who just passed away uh yesterday or the day before yesterday. right yeah it was rough my friend Brian Lynch who wrote those books with him has been posting some really nice stuff yeah. and artwork said from Love Frank Brian yeah. Lynch too he did a, a lot of work on uh the after the fall series yeah. and uh, just great work there, oh yeah so. rest in peace yeah. yeah um were you ever into Buffy Misty I watched the movie when I was little, but I never got into the show. Oh, and no. I, no, that's like it's a, the... <laughs> it's a little different. You're not allowed to say that, but... <laughs> I, I tried watching it on this Netflix. Is, this is funny, no. And I just couldn't get Christy into it. Christy Swanson, right? You're watching yeah, Supernatural yeah, now, and you're not giving is, Buffy uh, a chance? I'm watching Supernatural for a totally girl reason. Watch Buffy. It's got Xander Berkeley. He's a hot piece of meat. I no. tried watching it. It was so dated for me. Really? I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. That's cute. Sorry. You're not I'm not going to say lie. Like, it's sorry, right. I don't like it. No, it's cool. There's stuff I don't <laughs> like. Um, I didn't like Dark Knight fucking Rises, which I guess I will save for another podcast, but I just saw that for the first time yesterday. Oh my God, that movie made no sense at all. Please don't go there. I'm not going to. I'm going <laughs> to save it for another. I'm going to save it for another pod. Maybe we'll it's have Nikki back. It's a beautiful movie. Oh yeah, it's shot wonderfully. The score gorgeous. is the score is great. Never let a non-lover of geek culture direct anything geeky. Yes. Stop it. Stop. You see what happens. Sometimes Listen. it works out, like the Burton Batman films. Tim Burton's never read a fucking comic before. Yeah, Those, but he, look at what else he's done. Exactly. He's everything comic, totally. even though he's he, never really read he it. He is a fucking comic it. book. Yeah, he's got yeah, it. Yeah, totally. No, you're 100 percent right. And, and some like uh, <laughs> the strangest one to me was uh, that Wolverine. This is bad. O- the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Danger. The Wolverine Origins movie. The guy who directed that had directed one other film, and it was that film Tsatsi, which was like an African drama, like like real deep emotional like art movie. And they're like, yeah, you know Wolverine. It's it's strange what the, the studios things? are doing yeah, recently. Guy. Like it were Kenneth Branagh directing it was a Thor. Weird, weird, movie. weird move, but a good call in retrospect. Oh, Thor was amazing. Kenneth Branagh directed that. Do you know who that is? Uh-uh. Kenneth Branagh is like a, a very well known, typically Shakespearean kind of. He's done a lot of movies, but he directed like Hamlet, and huh. he is a highbrow like 
Shakespeare, like he directs Shakespeare. Well, that's because Thor is so classy, and right? Yeah, no, he's wonderful. I, I got to see some uh, uh, interviews. I love watching the behind the scenes. Me too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. You that's listen the, to commentaries? I do. That's yeah. the first thing I do uh, when I get a Blu-ray is I do the special features. Yeah. I listen to every commentary. I just listened to the South Park movie. Amazing. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that the drunk? Is that the drunk one? Uh, what? Is that the drunk commentary? Uh, were they? Yeah. I, orgasmo. I they were they're drunk in Orgasmo and they're drunk in Cannibal the Musical. I think no, they, it wasn't that okay, one. Okay. It was a uh, bigger, longer, bigger, longer on cut. Uh, yeah. And uh, Matt Jay were like, "Yeah, we did this like ten years ago, and we don't remember anything about the movie." So they barely talked about the movie at That's all. That's awesome. It was like two hours, uh, like a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. It really was. Literally. <laughs> the, the best. Uh, the best commentaries are like podcasts. Yeah. Like there's certain ones I'll turn on and I'll turn it off within two minutes. I hate when they don't have the people in the same room that's a big pet peeve of mine on commentaries yeah. when they'll cut back in and out from different interview sources because a lot of times they'll grab one guy's commentary on this day right. and that guy on the other and they'll just kind of cut them together I love when it's like five the entire cast in a room it's a group discussion. I love when it's before the release of the film because they're not all bummed out about the box office yet <laughs> I like, love that you're like a commentary snob I'm a commentary snob. oh <laughs> my god like, yeah, yeah. Snob. I love I love commentaries <laughs> I've learned more about the film business from commentaries than oh, anything yeah. else yeah you really really do so if Absolutely. anybody has any interest in directing listen to the commentaries by the director dude totally you learn uh, a shitload 100% it just even yeah. just terminology and, and, and you know what I mean uh, yeah that's great or or the thoughts behind a certain shot that you would have never known and yeah. they're like yeah well I really wanted an essence of being sad here and so I did it from this angle and I was like oh my god it's actually yeah. interesting on like movies that like totally destroyed the book by making the movie and then listen to the commentary and explained why they made it that way and you're like, like what's an example okay. A Queen of the Damned was a terrible movie. Yeah, really bad movie. But the book was yeah, amazing. Yeah, no. I love the book, but the commentary I watched it once, and I was like, "That makes so much more sense." I explained why they changed everything. Right. And I was like, "It sucks," but you know. I think they're trying to do a new one. No, I, I think I did hear something about that. Because Christopher Rice was on another Empire. podcast I did, and he had mentioned like he was very hinty about it. Like he, he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, give any details, but it seems like Lestat might be coming back anytime soon. Um, this is really, really, really fun. I I'm glad this finally time. happened. We covered, we covered yeah. the gamut <laughs> from porn to politics so. to fucking DC Batman and pizza parties, poker chips and, and pizza parties. Though. Where's the keg? I missed the keg. <laughs> yeah. The keg is it still rolling in? There's a keg yeah. in the other building in the other tit mouse. Oh, okay. so if we want to walk <laughs> the over, the other tit. <laughs> the other tit. This is the left one. The other one's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Isn't it always, girls? Awesome. Um, Nikki, where can we find you? So obviously, uh, you do porn, porn star karaoke at Sardo's. At Sardo's, I uh, do uh, at the Nerd Melt here. Cosplay in karaoke Hollywood. at Nerd Melt. Cosplay karaoke. Just go to a j- jump on the website to see when we do it. Because it always changes. Nerd Melt. LA.com, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. uh, if you want to see me running around a bunch of conventions or going, hey, look at what I found. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel called Nikki's Geekgasm. Nice. Where I just have a geekgasm over crazy shit. Like, ah! Yeah, this is awesome. awesome. Check this out. I love pretty it. much my life. And it's not it's not totally in depth informational. It's a couple minutes long. Woo, you know. And you do that it. fairly. You update that fairly frequently, or it, you know, like once a month or two, a couple cool. times a you know a month if I can oh, yeah. do it. Just depends on my time schedule. Honestly, it is truly just what I'm doing and what 
I don't actively pursue it. It's not like a money making. No, that's venture. awesome. It's just, just me going, "Hey, dude, this is awesome." Wanting to show cool shit you're into. Awesome. I get that. Yeah. That's why I do this fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I get to meet cool people. On YouTube. Awesome. And yeah. Twitter, you're at Nikki Hunter. N I C K I Hunter. Don't get thrown off, yo. Two K. We don't like two Ks. Uh, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. This was really fun. Woo. Misty, internet, go. Meow, Misty Dawn, everything. I like how you've shortened it to that. Like, it's good. It works. To it's a catch-all. Point. Yeah, just go to any website and type in Meow, Misty Dawn and yeah, see what Google happens. Google it. It brings up my website, brings up my Twitter, brings up, brings up some other stuff, too. It. Safe search on, Safe folks. search on if you're at work. Um, <laughs> no, anywhere. Come on, I don't want them seeing Don't that. ever look at that. Don't Gross. ever look at that. Yeah. And, uh, Going to hell. Actually, somebody actually tweeted me that According to my said, parents. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no Care Bears. No either. Care Bears and no Safe oh, Search. No uh, Somebody tweeted me the other day and said, it's weird to see you naked now. And I was like, I win. Uh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Not weird like, for me. I feel the same way. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. Only a porn star can say that. Yeah. In some ways, like, I prefer to see you with your clothes on. It's like, oh, you're, like, you're so the sweet. cutest. Like, okay, you want to be, right? be my boyfriend? Uh, that's awesome. Circle yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, Misty. You got to give them that option. I, uh, on Twitter, at CamelToad. Um, I have websites. I don't update them. I'm going to, you know, because I'm all no, productive. Won't. I swear I will. No, you've been saying that for months. Camel Toad Productions. <laughs> yeah, but I've been in a funk, which I'm going to talk about in another episode. Like, a, okay. we're doing like a real episode. Are you doing a rant? I'm not doing a rant. I'm doing like... What grinds my gears? No, like an emotional state check-in thing. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that we're doing like a depression episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. Merry Let's do Christmas. that. We'll, we'll cry into tubs of ice cream. Uh, done. And like right after we watch a sad movie. Yeah, waiting to exhale. be one of the girls. <laughs> waiting to yeah. exhale. Yeah. <laughs> waiting to exhale. I'm in there. Shoop, shoop, shoop. Uh, CamelToeProductions.com. GeekComicBook.com. Uh, geek is, is... We're in the Geek Headquarters right now and the book is coming along very nicely. Axel is an incredible artist mm-hmm. and you can check out uh, some artwork from that and uh, that's it I don't I'm not yeah bye listen to this show uh, what did we learn today I like pizza and Bill Nye you like pizza and Bill Nye I learned that Care Bears are evil cousins <laughs> cousins not so much and on that note I'm Matt Cohen it's been bagged aboard it's been real what bagged and boarded Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, begging boarded, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free kids you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama all the way to Singapore. We just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green on nothing. Quick stop and night to the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out in orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag of boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.
Smodco Internet Radio broadcasts the free funny, but you can broadcast your Smodco love with merchandise. Shirts, posters, comics, memorabilia, and more. Jay and SilentBob.com is your hub for comic book men, secret stash, and Kevin Smith's cinematic catalog. It's an online one-stop shop that fulfills your need, minus the weed. Jay and SilentBob.com. Book market, baby. So, you're saying, Yo, sir, dude. I just got paid, and I want to get laid. Might your humble narrator suggest a live Smodco show? See Smod.com list all the upcoming performances, with links to tickets. As for getting laid, that's all on you, amigo. We just make you laugh till you shit your pants. The Smonsters of Talk could be coming to your town. Go to see Smod.com and find out.